Welcome to episode number 291, Maintaining Focus. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Ange, Goose, and Heck. Maintaining focus. In this episode, the crew welcomes special guest Angelo Palacci. We cover topics that range from overcoming challenges, coincidences, going after your dreams, consistency, focus, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Arthur Ashe and Hank Aaron. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Ange, man, thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, brother. Absolutely. So uh, this is episode 291. Ange has actually uh, sat down with us for episode 286 with his boy Justin Burke from Diamond Striking, yeah. right? Check um, him out on Instagram at Diamond Striking. Absolutely. And uh, and so we're, you know, Ange is obviously uh, comfortable with expressing himself and talking. So I'm like, yo, let's get Ange back on. I'm digging it. Oh, yeah. So we want to have him on his, uh, have his own show uh, with us here in the boys. And uh, Ange, we all here know who you are, but for those of us listening who do not know who you are and what you do, let us know. Angelo Palazzi, I'm a barber at Miguel's Riverside Barbershop. Um, proud to be a barber at Miguel's Riverside Barbershop. Uh, currently live in the borough and, you know, I'm just love what I do. Constantly learning. I love it. I love it. So, so you're a barber. So t- talk about your, uh, your journey. How did you become a barber? So my grandfather been a barber for about like 50 years. Yeah. He'll kill me if I told you that cause you don't want to be that old. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. So he'd been a barber for about 50 years and like growing up in it, like he had his own shop and yeah. then like obviously growing up, like I went to goose yeah. when I was, you know, what, 10, 11 years old? That's and just crazy. growing up in an atmosphere, like seeing kids become men in the barbershop yeah. and like, yeah. Just things like that, like yeah. keeping up on the new trends, the new styles, the new music. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I remember Miguel used to sell mixtapes out of the yeah. back of the station. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how, like that's how so far back true. I'm going. Yeah. yeah, but it was just I fell in love with it. Yeah. And then like when I started doing it, like I'll never forget, like one of the first haircuts I did, I would come up to the back door and be like, "Yo, Miguel, come check this out real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, how's this look? You know what I mean? Like things like, like that. that. And I just fell in love with it. Yeah. Like I literally love what I do. Yeah. Like I got lucky with that. Wow. <laughs> And so, and so, your grandfather. So, so, how did when he heard the news, so to speak, or he heard that you were, you know, uh, you know, cutting your friend's hair or whatever around the way? What, what was his thoughts? He loved it. Yeah. You know what I mean. He loved it. He wanted. He wanted to. He wanted to groom me. But he also, in another sense, like. He didn't want it for me almost, I want to say, because yeah. like with the whole health benefits, like you got to put everything aside when you're a barber. You yeah. got to put your own retirement aside. You got to do all that. Like there's yeah. nothing waiting for you at the end. Yep. See, he's 76 years old and he's still working. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's going to yeah. work till the day he dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because he has to. Right. Because he wants to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I could see myself doing that too because like I said, I love what I do. Yeah. But besides that, he loved it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He loved that I was his little protege, like, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah. and all that. So, yeah, it was good. It was a proud moment for me, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what, in your opinion, what do you think 
learning from obviously you had multiple bosses, but what is one of the, you know, like number one things that you learned, whether it was being through being a barber or through, you know, the business uh, side of things, what kind of really converted you to take you to that next level? Never stop learning. Yeah. You know, it's one of the things my grandfather taught me from the beginning. The yeah. day you stop learning is the day you're going to fall flat on your face. Yeah. You might as well hang your clippers up the day you stop learning, especially in this business, like the hair trends. They get they they change all the time, yep. so you got to keep sharp on your skills and you know be open to learning. Never think you got it all figured out because yeah. that's when your your ego is going to get the best of you and it's a wrap. Yeah. So uh, goose. So how, how did how did uh, Ange land here? Uh, cut hair. Um. <clears throat> so it, obviously it was a transition from going from the old shop on Rackler Street, yeah. a little 300 square foot <laughs> shop, and. Obviously, I went to, I got a bigger space. My goal was to have more barbers. Yeah. So, um, when I came over here, I had hired another, like a new barber. One barber dropped out, another barber came, and Angelo was coming in here. Like, when I first opened, he was coming in here getting haircuts by the new guy that I hired. Yeah. And um, he liked the vibe in here. And I, I'd known Ange for, like you said, quite some time, and I knew yeah. he, he started working where I started working. So, um... I just got the, I got the, uh, Al Uppercut, he was one of the barber that was working with us. He, he sets me to the side, he's like, yo, Angelo wants to see if you have a chair for him. I'm like, well, that was the whole idea, so keep it growing, whatever. So I uh, hit up Angelo, we spoke, and that was it. Like, he came in, it was full-fledged ever since. And like, our chemistry is like on point. It's like, exa yeah. it's everything that mm -hmm. I wanted. And you know what I mean? Like, that's the vibe I have here at the shop anyway. I have Romeo. It's Angelo and I now. So like our vibe, it's like we have we have like the same mindset. We have the same like it's just things flow. There's no like there's no no going against the grain. Yeah, there's no like that one outside. You know like yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So then he he came jumped jumped on board to the team and's been here ever since. It's, and I want to say what October or November? It would be like five years since he's been with me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. About October, yeah. end of September, October. Something like that. Yeah, five years. Yeah. Flew by too. So, so you were at another shop cutting hair. Yeah, I was at a good friend of mine's shop in okay. town. So you were at another shop cutting hair, and then you wanted to switch things up, and then you came here. Uh, what, what, what really changed your mind, or again shifted you to wanting to, you know, I guess change scenery? So I was a hundred percent happy with where I was at. Yeah. But I don't like getting, you know, I was at a point where I wanted to grow my business in a, on a different level. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, like, absolutely. I felt like I was at a spot where I plateaued and yeah. I really couldn't learn no more. Yeah. I learned everything I could at that shop. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just, I want to change. Like, change yeah. is always good. I didn't want to get too complacent. I didn't want to get too comfortable. Yeah. Until I really found a spot that I really loved that where I fit. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And that's when I landed here and, like, I can't even see myself getting complacent here right now. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. I love it. The people that come in, like I said, working with Goose and Romeo, just working with great people. Yeah. The vibe's always good. The music's great. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's a good time. Yeah. yeah, and and see, like he's saying, he, he never wants to be. <clears throat> we're, we're always constantly learning. Like in the next month, we're going, or actually a few weeks, we're going to, but like an expo, the Connecticut yeah. Barber Expo. So yeah. just keep going, like, um, like you said, and that's what I like about him. He's down for it. Like he's 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 the one who actually set this whole thing up. He's like, oh, we're doing this. Let's go, blah, blah, blah. Come on, let's do it. I'm like, all right, let's go. I never had that before with someone else. Like they, there's everyone 
Everyone thinks they know it all and they have it all, right? That's not a bad thing, but like, he definitely does want to keep growing. Yeah. So he's pushing me, he pushes me all the time to, to and keep And motivates growing. each other. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's like almost like a friendly competition. Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. In the locker room type competition, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, hell yeah. So it's just, it's great. All right, so now that we got a little bit of background uh, information, so we brought you back on, uh, and we want to talk about focus, so maintaining focus. So we're changing gears here. What's the importance of staying focused on your goals? If I lose sight of my goals, I'm going to lose sight of everything else. You know what I mean? What's the, point yeah. of, what's the point of doing all this for? You know what I mean? If I'm not focused on my goals, what am I doing this for? Yep. It's almost like Groundhog's Day. I'm just going through the motions. I don't want to just go through the motions. Yeah. I want to set the bar high. You know what I mean? And if yeah. I don't reach the bar, at least I set it high enough to where I'm happy with where I went. Yeah. You understand? Even if I come up shy, I'm still happy with the progress I made. Absolutely. Like I strive for progression, not perfection. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just I got to maintain focus, and I'm only human. I lose focus every now and then. Yeah, like I let outside stuff get in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you know, I've been listening to a lot of like motivational stuff right now. So I forget who it was, but they broke it down like an eagle. Like when a eagle comes in on its prey, yeah. it's a hundred percent focused on that prey and nothing else. It don't yeah. look to the left, it don't look to the right, it don't look up, it don't look down. It's locked in on that prey, and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's how you know I try to stay focused on my goals. Yeah. Because that's what motivates me. What What helped you get that mentality? Being around the right people. Um, Fallon, a lot of Fallon in life, overcoming yeah. challenges. Yeah. You know, I'm grateful for all my failures. Yeah. Because I don't think I would be anywhere I am where I'm at today if it wasn't for them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that taught me a lot. Stuff like that, like goals, like like me and Goose got some of the similar goals. Yeah. Like I said, just being around like-minded people, good people that want to strive for the best. You know what I mean? And just good, genuine people. Yeah. That's who I want to surround myself with. Absolutely. Um, it's funny because one of my questions... Uh, you're kind of alluding to it already, but what what is the importance of surrounding yourself uh, with the right people, and and how it relates to being focused? Well, if you want to make if you want to make money, you're going to hang out with people that make money. No, right. you know what I mean. If you yeah. want to be a good, genuine person, help other people, you're going to hang out with people that help other people. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm at in my life. You know yeah. what I mean? Money's not everything to me no more. Yeah. The money will come with it. Yeah. I'm striving for the other things in life that money can't buy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Love, loyalty, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And just good, genuine friendships where I ain't got to worry about nothing. You know what I mean? I ain't got to. I ain't got to watch my back. Worry about somebody stabbing me in the back. Nothing like that. You know what I mean? That's very important to me. Absolutely. So, in a very busy, chaotic world, it's easy to get distracted. So, uh, one, of one of the distractions we have is typically in our pocket, it's a cell phone, but beyond the cell phone and text messaging and phone calls is social media. And social media takes a portion of our time, uh, a, a portion of our day um, away from us. What, what is the, the importance of having balance there? And then as the same, on the same token, speak on how it's a good thing though to have these social media outlets. It's great. We were just talking about this today. We were out golfing today, and I'm like, yo, I think I'm just going to leave my phone in the car from now on. Like, yeah. this is my piece out here. You know yeah. what I mean? But So I don't have Facebook. The only thing, the only social media platform I have is Instagram. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and the, the best part about that is, like, a lot of my Instagram is motivational stuff. Yeah. But also, I can promote my it's a It's a free platform to promote my business. Exactly. You know, if you go on my, my Instagram, you might see a few things of me and my family, but there ain't too much personal. It's pretty much you're going to see all haircuts, yeah. Miguel's Riverside Barbershop. 
and and just things like that you know yeah. what i mean or motivational stuff mm-hmm. and that's all i keep it you know i don't get too personal on there yeah you know what i mean but yeah. that's like that's the best benefit for me from instagram now i could you know, I can get easily get distracted on the other things too, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I try to stay away from that. I try to keep on top of that, like the, the drama and all that. It's just not, that's where I'll lose focus. You want to talk right. about focus? That's one of the things that'll distract me from my goals and what I got going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about other forms of media? So outside of um, your, your cell phone, do you are you a gamer? Do you watch TV? What, what other things that could have the potential that steal all of our focus but are also good when you're using them as tools or you know the relaxing time going to the gym is a great outlet for me yeah like i said i just started training with justin who you had on a couple weeks ago yeah. great person you know what i mean and that's like that relieves a lot of stress and anger it's talk about focus like it's it's a chess game yeah you know what i mean it's yeah. hard to focus when you got things flying at you you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> it's it really is but yeah. that's one of the things going to the gym and then you know, I love, like, Miguel will tell you, sometimes after work, we'll just sit here, put the Sixers game on, smoke a cigar, yeah. and just unwind from the week, and that's relaxing enough to me. But then there's, you know, every Sunday, we do Sunday dinner at my grandmother's house. Oh, that's awesome. That's, that's peace to me. Yeah. Like, we were just talking about the other day, not to sound like that, like, I don't got it like that, but you yeah. could call me on a Sunday and probably offer me $500 for a haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you no. Yeah. Because you can't buy, like I was just talking about, I'm looking for the things money can't buy, and yeah. that's, a, that's what my family. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. that's that's just, you can't take that from me right now. Yeah. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so what's the importance of resetting your goals, right? So we're talking about maintaining focus, and as you said, we're human, right? There's failures, we're flawed. So when things happen, what's the importance of resetting and getting back into the zone? Once you lose focus. The importance of resetting. Mm. I feel like the goals are gonna be the same. Yeah. The goals are gonna be the same, but now I gotta try something different. Yeah. I can't trip over the same rock twice. I gotta learn from that. Yeah. You know, it gotta be a learning experience. If not, that's when it's really gonna be a failure to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I don't learn from it. Yeah. So then I gotta make the adjustment, call for an audible, you know what I mean? Shoot a prayer up, whatever you you know what I mean? And yeah. still strive for the same goal. The goals don't change. Yeah. The way I go about reaching that goal might change. Yeah. Whatever it may be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's huge for me. Yeah, heck or goose or Gabe, I mean, any other insight on, you know, resetting once you kind of fall off? Yeah, you could be, you could fall off for, you could fall off for one day. It don't matter. Whatever your goal was, it's not saying well, you fell off like in life. Well, that's just, just the important thing is getting back on track. Some yeah. people fall off and they just, all right, all right, I'm done. I'm not even yeah. going to try this no more. Like, whatever. You could fall off the track 10 times, but you get back up 10 times and, and eventually you're going to, like, fulfill that goal that, that void that need yeah you try again and, and re readjust what you need to do yeah. to kind of get get back on there and get back on track you might, have to, you might have to like tackle it at a different angle than yes, what you exactly. were doing was probably wasn't working routines right. everything for me too routine just getting back in the routine you know yeah. what i mean like my sunday routine is going to be different between my monday through friday and my saturday routine absolutely you know what i mean so getting back on that routine monday and not switching that up yeah is a way to get back on track for me yeah like i'm very big on routine because if not i'll lose focus mm-hmm. i'll lose all that stuff and there's definitely a thing with like persistence like no matter what it's like kind of just keeping at it like you're you'll get there eventually like you know yeah. like anything else like you know you, you will have the success even if it is like little bits at a time it's like yeah. you will eventually see that in the long run yeah and like the routine he's saying that's that's organization too dude if you do yeah. things all out of whack that's what you're gonna get an out of whack like product you know that's yeah. you, so if you're if you're if you do things in a routine it's like 
consistent and it's, yes and it's it'll have a strategy yeah yeah because yeah. when you be when you're fickle about it then it's like oh you're constantly changing everything so it's like you never see like the the consistency to it so it's like you constantly always on every other yeah, scramble yeah. 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 so um what piece of advice maybe is that you know sunday dinner or just hanging out with your grandfather what piece of advice that a family member just bestowed upon you that you just always think about or um, you cherish um, and it have to be the most groundbreaking things just something that just stuck with you I don't even know if it would be it's sad to say I don't even know if it would be family yeah it would be a customer that came in here an older yeah. gentleman who passed away God rest his soul wow. um, I asked him for one piece of advice and he was he was uh, I don't know how would you explain him goose you see he was a G. He was an old head. Yeah, he was, he was very old school player from way back. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Had yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, if there's one thing you could tell me from everything you learned in life, like, and what you got out of it, one piece of advice, what would it be? And he's like, this is the only piece of advice I'm gonna give you for free, kid. And he was dead serious. Yeah. Like he was really about his money. And I said, yeah. what's that? He said, don't set your expectations too high, and you'll never be disappointed. Yeah. And when he told me that at the time, I didn't get it. I was like, wow, that's the. That's yeah. how you got through life. Like, that don't really mean nothing to me. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. I start living, and I look back on it, and I'm like, wow, he's right. Just keep it simple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because for me, expectations are just resentments waiting to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in a sense. Yeah. So, yeah, if I don't set my expectations high, that's, that's great. You know what I mean? I love it. Um, just going back and understanding, when, when, to, to go back on the, the conversation of when someone, quote, falls off, or you just get off track. Yeah is having a big enough why. It's understanding why you're getting up every morning. Yeah. Um, and obviously for me, um, it's for, it's, you know, my why is my family. Why, my why is my two sons. And um, just wanting a life, a better life for them is, I mean, for me personally, it's all the motivation I need. Yeah. Um, but is, is, there something, um, is there something else that can create that fire outside of knowing your why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I fell off many a times. There's no secret. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, my biggest why is it's not the, the new car or the new clothes. Because yeah. all that will come if you're wise significant enough. Yeah. Love like, it. to me, my why is, like, my mother passed away in 2012. Yeah. When she passed away, like, she became my why. Like, mm. I'm going to make her proud. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's what, that's what I live for. I wake up in the morning to make her proud still. Wow. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. what, that's what drives me and motivates me. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I'll make decisions in my head or I'll come across things in life and I'll be like, what would my mother think or what would my mother tell me or sure. how, what would the outcome... You understand what I'm saying? If she yeah. was still here. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I do it for. I love it. All right. So, I, I want to put something out there into the ether, so to speak, mm. with coincidences and results and how we how we obtain the things that we obtain so to go and not me this is not again this is not anyone saying to me i'm just saying you hear the classic story of people doubting what you can do sure. right i'm not saying anyone's doing it to me i'm just saying you as in you know uh, as a person and when you do work hard and then the person um says something negative or gives you an excuse as to why you're so successful. Man, look how muscular he got. He must be taking steroids, right? Like they can't even give you the credit, right? And it's, and it's that. Um, and, then they, and then it's acted upon almost as if it was coincidental or lucky or you're, you're lucky. You're so lucky. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on coincidences, luck, you know, 
and, and actually obtaining results. It's crazy you say coincidence because I don't believe in coincidences. Yeah. But I was in the gym today and I was thinking about this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was thinking about exactly what you just said, like yeah. what motivates me. And, I, and guys, I really did not send him the itinerary. No, not, I told him not to. <laughs> he told me I was not like, to. yo, listen, I don't, I'm just going to wing it. Like, you know what I mean? And, um, and I was thinking about at the gym, like what motivates me and the people that like have everything to say about something, right? Yeah, and yeah. Um, for me, it was like, being an underdog or being underestimated. Yeah. Like for me, it was like, yo, you can't do this. Yeah. That's what lit the fire. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I would just do it like, you know, listen, I ain't going to give the, I'm not going to give up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm in my own head now. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then eventually, like after doing it for that reason, I started doing it for all the other right reasons. I started doing it for me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't always for me, but that's what led up to it. Yeah. Like I'm better when I'm under, I'm better when I'm underestimated. Yeah. I like being underestimated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because now I got something to strive for. I want to prove you wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's funny because um, I heard, I'm not going to name drop, but I heard it was a particular fighter um, who got in, you know, um, was building his way up through the ranks, was basically told he'll never be a champ, you'll never be a champ, became like three-time world champ, whatever, something crazy. Um, but the the odd part of what, and that was it. Like, he stopped, like, he just fell off, literally. And uh, he was saying, he's like, I had no, I, I was not motivated. I had, it's, he's like, it's hard to get motivated when you hit all your childhood mm -hmm. goals. And yeah. then you have to, that's what I'm talking about, uh, resetting. Sometimes you got to make a larger goal. Or yeah. you hit that, you obtain that goal, but now go for something else, something different. And uh, he got out of it. He's doing very well now. But it's interesting because um, I recently heard something. I think it was Mike Tyson saying, you know, it's going to be hard for a particular well-paid MMA fighter to come back when you're getting paid that much money, right? Just to get blasted in his shins again, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, that does not tickle. Um, but anyway, so, so uh, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that? Mm. I mean, it goes back to, like, never stop learning. True. You know what I mean? And never True. stop striving. Like, hunters hunt. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Like Absolutely. from what I listen to, like hunters hunt. Like yeah. once they're done hunting what they hunt, they, they're not stopping. They do it for the hunt. Right. They're not satisfied. Their appetite's right. not full. They want to hunt again. Right. They're not done. They're not going to go home and go to sleep. They're going to keep hunting. They want more. They want to keep striving for greatness. Yes. And go to the next level and keep leveling up. Yeah. And that's where I'm at with it. Like it took me a long time to learn that and get that motivation, but... I'm glad I'm at that point in my life right now. Like It's dope because they say, um, I, I never truly, and how basic this might sound, someone's saying stay hungry. Like, I get it, like what you're saying, yeah. but someone put it in um, real terms. I'm like, dang, you know, some people say that when they're hungry, they're, they're at their weakest, they're not as sharp in their mind or whatever. Um, and science says otherwise. They say that's actually when you're the sharpest, or you should be anyway. You might have other things going on, but you should be your sharpest at that time. He's like, think about it. He's like, we're hunters, right? Mm. You're at your, you know, uh, what does it say? The, the uh, hungry dogs hit the... Jason Kelsey, hungry yeah. dogs run faster. Run, hun yeah. Hungry dogs run faster, yeah. right? It's the same thing. He said, he said what would you rather go up against? Uh, a, f a fully fed lion who just ate or one who has not eaten in two days? Hmm. Fully fed lion. Absolutely. All day long. Right. So he's saying, he's like, so when you're hungry, actually, it's the opposite. Mentally, you, we're not there because that's not, you're not ready for all that. But actually, uh, when you're hungry, you should be your sharpest. And now you're making, the, you're, right, you're making important strategic decisions because if you don't truly have enough energy, you're going to think of what's the smartest chess, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to think, what's the smartest, fastest, quickest way I can still get this done with the least amount of effort? Well, now you're in survival mode. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. That's survival mode. Right. 
So the question is, is it true? We do have to reset once you hit particular goals, right? Because I feel like if we're full, we're just laying around. Think about think about Thanksgiving or sometimes at lunch. If you're at work or whatever, some some people you eat a big old lunch like the like the boss the boss went all out and bought you got like hooked you up with uh, uh, lunch or whatever, and you overate just because you're you're really enjoying yourself. It just wasn't like something purposely done. But dang, you get tired as anything. You got no energy. You got no motivation. What happened? So. So that proves exactly right. That if you're hungry, you're going to keep it moving. You're going to get through that day. You would have had a little peanut butter and jelly sandwich been just fine, right? Mm-hmm. But instead, you ate steak, crabs, all kinds of stuff. Um, <laughs> so, 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 so there's a there's a piece of you that has to understand that it's not about stuff in your face mm. every single day, right? Or stuff in your face um, when when it comes to your goals. It's like stay hungry, keep it just above almost. Uh, reaching level, and then when you reach it, and then set something higher. So it's just, do you agree with that? If I put it in those, if I put it in those, mm-hmm. you know, when when someone puts it in those terms, it's like blatantly true. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But like when you don't think about it, you're like, oh man, I'm hungry, I'm weak, I'm hangry, I'm this, I'm that. I think, like you said earlier, though, it's all about balance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for one, you can't stay, you can't stay full after yesterday's meal. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then again, like pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Yeah. Don't be a yeah. Don't be a glutton. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't be a... Uh, is that the way you're gluttony? Yeah. You don't be a gluttony. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. That's all. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I know for me personally, like if I'm working in a shop and I eat a big lunch, like we talk about this all the time. Yeah. I'm done for the day. I hit the wall. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yo, I want to go home. Of course, it's like, everyone. Yeah. That's it. I want to go to sleep. And it goes in many different ways too. Like even with like the barbershop cutting hair, right? We do appointments, but when we did walk-ins, People would be like, oh, I got you next, I got you next. And they're freaking, they're cutting hair, they're cutting hair, they're cutting hair. At the end of the day, they're exhausted. And then like, whatever, it's like an over overload. And then the person is just like cutting, just doing what they gotta do. Cutting hair every like, a new customer's in the chair every 40 minutes or whatever. Dude, and then at the end of the day, they're just ready to go home, they're chilled, they're not like, like exert their energy and they're gonna crash when they get yeah, home, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's, there's also like a balance, you know, like right. when it comes to, and that's like being hungry. Some people just wanna keep doing, keep doing, keep doing, but then like they hit a wall yeah. and then that wall stops and then like that, that next following week, it, it's your, you're back on low income. So it's like, mm-hmm. just gotta balance your whole life like that way, just keep it at a, at a like a, I don't know, medium speed is what I say. Yeah. So, so speak on that, Andrew. How do you, how do you manage work-life balance? There was a time, like Miguel will tell you, like I worked six days a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? 12 hours a day and I just got burned out. Like yeah. it was just too, like when I wasn't working, I wasn't worth nothing. And yeah. then like at work, I was getting agitated and angry. Yeah. Like it's just, it's not worth it. Like all, all money ain't good money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I said earlier, like money's not everything. Yeah. So to be able to balance that, like. I balance that with, with the gym and like I said now family, like now I take two days off a week and yeah. I need that. Yeah. I need that for rest, I need that for family, I need that for, for other things I do outside of that, you know what I mean, to make sure I'm good, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean, and, and, yeah. and just self-improvement, things like that, you Absolutely. know what I mean, and that's, the, that's where the balance comes in for me. Yeah. So. Yeah, those two days off are a reset, it's a reset yeah, for that, the following week. 100%. It's like charging your battery. And even like our days off, we were just talking about the other day, it's not a day off. We're not home on a couch laying around. Yeah. No, you know, we're playing golf. Yeah, yeah we're playing golf. <laughs> we got 18 in by 12 o'clock. You know what I mean? 
So heck, we haven't, you know, we haven't, you know, uh, had just the guys on and talk about, you know, these types of topics. So I mean, you have five kids uh, running a household, two working uh, uh, parents. I mean, how, how do you guys do it? How do you balance work life? <laughs> it's crazy. Coaching, uh, coaching. Yeah, I just picked up to coaching. Uh, Cade, my nephew, Jimmy's son, my son, Phoenix. Um, it's just all over the place. Like so. It goes back down to we have this calendar that we share everything. Put it in the calendar. I get it. May you swear heck created this app. Yo. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's good. Like, this is how legit this, is how legit said, look, this is. We had an episode literally a year ago, probably this time yeah. last year, maybe even longer. Organization ago. or whatever. And he was talking about organization. He's talking about this app where him and his wife shared his. And he's still. Man, if that. Yo, they should pay you. You should get sponsored. I should, I should get sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's serious. Like. Like, it'll run down. It'll say, Nova has Girl Scouts at 5.30 on Fridays. I got it. She got it. I'll text her. She'll call me or whatever. Hey, you going to pick up Nova after work? Yeah. Phoenix has a t-ball practice at 6 o'clock on Wednesdays. She knows it. I know it. And then the other girls are running around. And Lainey has baseball or softball game. And it just it makes, it makes everything that much more easier. It's not like a big cluster mess of, of, of people scattering everywhere, not knowing what the heck is going on. So it's... um. It's just basically communicating for the most part. I mean, like even yesterday, we woke up, I woke up yesterday and we didn't have nothing planned. The only thing I had planned was just do yard work. And it was, she was just doing some little bit of work and then cleaning up in the house, whatever. And I come inside and I'm like, you know, I smell hot dogs. <laughs> Somebody's cooking hot dogs on the grill. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? I was like, I want hot dogs later on today. So to the point where like we just we had nothing else going on. We're like, yep, family trip. We all went to Sam's Club. We went to Aldi. <laughs> we went to Shoprite. Just did a whole little thing. Just me, her, and Phoenix because the other girls was out. But it's like those little things. Like we made it happen. Like we invited all the all my brothers came over. Her sister came over. Like everyone was over. And by seven o'clock, dinner was all done. I've cooked on the grill and everything. It's just like she's doing this half and I'm doing this other half. So we kind of communication is key. Yeah, mm -hmm. by far. And, and make sure that the kids know where they are, where, where, they, where you need them to be and where they stand along, you know, amongst everything. So that they don't feel left out, that like nothing's just a big rush and a big blur. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like make them feel some type of way so that they know that they're just not a child just sitting there on their phone and nobody pays no mind to them. Yeah, they all have, they all have their roles. Yeah, they all have their own purpose. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we try to do and... and that's it, man. I mean, you just you know, I get up for work, I do my thing, come home. My my, it's a routine. I get up, go to work, come home from work. Off the once I get out of work, I pick up Phoenix, pick up the girls, come home, get them situated. Somebody's got practice, or we just chill out at home. I start cooking dinner, and just try to make the night go easy. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty much again staying consistent with everything. I need the coffee that you drink. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you should be sponsored by one of them. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I don't even know how I do it. At the end of the day, like even last night, I was like, Jess, she was clean. I came into the kitchen, and she cleaned up the kitchen. I'm like, yo, good job. It was like our first picnic of the year. We did it. High five. <laughs> and that was it. And she just off the bed she went, and I just stayed on the couch watching basketball. Hell yeah. But it was like something that we accomplished, something in a matter of hours that we decided to, to, to throw this out. You know what I mean? So, teamwork. So... Uh, switching, switching, um, switching topics one more time. Overcoming challenges. So talk a little bit about 
the mental work one has to do to get through specific situations that knock you off your feet. I was just listening to um, uh, a Tyson Fury interview, and he was talking about he all these you know mental health uh, things that he was overcoming, addictions, all these uh, items that he was overcoming, and. It was funny. Your comment triggered this this conversation in my head. And he was out and just overweight. He was uh, mentally and physically unfit. They stripped him from his uh, boxing, his license, mm -hmm. everything. So he was rock bottom. And he was talking about. He saw Deontay Wilder say because I guess they had interviewed Deontay Wilder, who just had won, I guess, the bell or whatever, or won a, a fight, and saying. Who do you want to fight next? Is Tyson Fury on the list? And he made a comment, something to the tone of, "I, I this is not verbatim, but um, he's washed up. He's not coming back. So let's huh. talk about someone else kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he saw that video, and he got motivated. Mm -hmm. um, he went in. He got declined for his license. Says, if the doctor you know, clears you, then whatever. So he literally said he's... <laughs> He started working out, and he was laughing because he was like, I'm working out, thinking, all right, I'm going to run five miles. He was typically, he would run five to ten miles a day. He said, I got about 500 yards and stuff. <laughs> 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 but anyway, so he, he was, like, his motivation became something else. And then all the naysayers came. Once he started getting denied for the licensure, his wife was saying, yeah, all right, like, I've heard this a million times type of thing. And uh, he actually came, went through with it. Like, he's... Mm -hmm. He quit all his addictions. He got through all that. He overcame his uh, whatever he was going through mentally, and um, he had. It was almost like he had a redefined purpose. And at that time, he was already a champ. He was already a world champ, multiple, you know. And he's like, I had I had everything anyone could ever want, right? Yeah, it's like I had a beautiful family, I had all the money in the world, all the accolades, everything. He's like, and I was just down and out. Like, you gotta go figure that one out. Um, but anyway, so his story of uh, uh, overcoming overcoming these mental challenges because it's hard. When you fall flat on your face, especially if you fall flat on your face, um, uh, for me personally, it'd be like in front of my family mm -hmm. and then overcoming that. Like physically, I can get up, but I don't know. It's going to take me a lot longer for me and my ego to get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so what are your thoughts on that with overcoming challenges, especially mentally? Like, so, so I'm saying this because I feel like a lot of us, and I'm saying us, myself, you could pretend externally like everything's mm. going good but inside right uh mentally and just a bunch of stuff's going on in your mind you're just o overthinking things um just all kinds of stuff whatever so mentally overcoming challenges you know go through that process um or any tips you would you would share with anyone just general and then we'll kind of we can go around the horn the worst thing the thing that crippled me when it came to we'll call it mental illness, yeah. is not admitting that I had it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I've been down and out. But yeah. like I was brought up the old school, strong, silent type. You don't yeah. talk about it. Just go through it. Yeah. So I never talked. I never wanted to admit, not yeah. only to you, but to myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. that I was mentally messed up. Yeah. And the minute I admitted that I was mentally, you had a mental illness, yeah. you know what I mean? I was down and out mentally, yeah. is when everything started to change for me. Yeah. And then you talk about like, you know, I had everything on the outside. I was looking great. I had yeah. the good job. I had the car, I had the girlfriend, I had the apartment. Yeah. From the outside looking in, everything was good. But if yeah. you could see the inside, you would have ran. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. if I could have ran from me, I would have at the time. Yeah, yeah. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? So, you. like, that just goes to show me, like, materialistic things aren't everything. Right. You know what I mean? I got to be in contact with my spiritual side more than anything. And all that other stuff will come with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's just, like, 
overcome them challenges. Like, mental illness is huge. That's why, like, with the whole Ben, ben Simmons thing, like, that drove me crazy when he was talking about I got a mental health illness and, mm -hmm. you know, you're out here doing this thing, riding around with Playboys, this, that, and the third. Like, when you got a mental health illness, yeah. you're not doing that. You're at home on the couch, yeah. laid up in bed, and you're in your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not... So I just don't, I don't take that kind of things lightly. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's a plus to have like, you know, like I lost my mother. You know what I mean? Like I went through substance abuse. Like I went through all that. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. like, it's, it's key to have good people in your life. You know what I mean? And people that got faith in you and you don't even have any yourself. Mm. Miguel being one of those people. You know what I mean? There's things I went through in here where I had to go take a leave of absence for a little bit and go get things straightened out. You yeah. know what I mean? I'd go to... You know, go to rehab, go to jail, whatever it may be. But he stood by me the whole time. Like that loyalty, that's outside of this business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I'm forever grateful for that. Yeah. And I'm forever, I feel like I'm in debt to him for that. You yeah, understand what I'm saying? Sure. You know what I mean? That means the world to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you've seen something in me when I didn't see it in myself. Absolutely. And same thing with my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? They seen something in me when I didn't see it in myself. They, they should have turned their back on me a long time ago. Yeah. The way I treated some of them. Yeah. But they never did. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. when I go to them now, it's crazy because I'll be like, I kind of make an amends to him, like, listen, I was wrong for doing this. How can I make it up to you? Yeah. And I've done some bad things. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And the, yeah. the, the thing they look me in the eyes and they're like, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Like, that's all I got to do is just keep doing what I'm doing after everything I did to you. Wow. You still love me? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah I, was never, I never thought I was capable of being loved again at one point in my life. Wow. But like family and good people kept me. It wasn't, <laughs> listen, it wasn't the car. It yeah. wasn't the job. It yeah. wasn't the girl, it wasn't the apartment. Yeah. Family, good people, they all kept me intact. That was my purpose, that was my why. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's very important to talk about it, whether it's on a podcast, whether it's just with your boys, it's okay to talk about it, to over, let's get it through, let's get through it together. Um, I, I just always, I, I don't know why, but I trigger something like, I don't know what it is, just, it's ego, it's obviously, it's ego, yeah, where we're mm -hmm. always trying to portray something, they, he always says, like, oh, the perfect family in middle America, and would you believe, and then, you know, the kid, like, murders the parents, you know what I'm saying, it was like, <laughs> yeah, so that wasn't as perfect as we all thought it was, yeah, right, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. um, and it's something crazy like that, but anyway, um, it's very important to work through those things in a very healthy way or as healthy as you possibly yeah. can. Because um, we, we start, what happens is you start dealing with it our way. And sometimes that's not always the best, you know, we're not making the best choices um, just because, you know, we're not you know, in the right mind state for it. Um, is there anything uh, that you, you all wanted to say about overcoming challenges? Specifically, uh, like mental challenges or just getting through the breaks. It's like I think you're like, you're both saying like you just need to talk it out. I mean, even like if you're like kind of like what you're saying, like if you're going through stuff and you don't feel comfortable talking to somebody close to you, there's always like third parties that like you know totally like yeah. unrelated that can kind of get you through. You know, I guess you don't feel like you feel like you want to be a burden, quote unquote, to the people close around you because yeah. some people do feel like that. Yeah. It's like you know, at least as somebody who's not connected to anybody, at least can you can express yourself to absolutely or sometimes you don't have anyone to go to yes yeah. exactly yeah. so it was obviously there's hotlines and stuff for all that kind of stuff too or just you know counselors my too. problem was i didn't trust people enough yeah. sure you know and what there's I mean? that, that i didn't trust people at all everybody's different circumstances so yeah they with 100 yeah. percent like you know what i mean it all goes down to like what heck was saying with communication yeah. like you let absolutely. people know and like and like and said his his point was he didn't trust anyone but like the thing with me and him it was, he was telling me stuff. Probably wasn't telling me like verbally, but like I was getting it and I understood. And like, 
Dude, everyone, everyone falls in, in, in a situation where you no one wants to be, but yeah. they you don't realize it. And like me, I, like I know like he's better than that. I yeah. know it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Not that I didn't. I, I met him at a young age, and I know who he is and his potential. Right? Yeah. I didn't meet him when he was down and out, so I couldn't say like yeah, yeah. he's gonna be, he's gonna come through. He's gonna be a good dude. I don't know. Mm. I don't know the good dude side. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was like sure. I know this person. He he. Uh, it's me being patient. Trying to like trust him to come through stuff, and that's what and, and, and it worked. And it wasn't never like pointing the finger at anyone or making anyone feel embarrassed or like whatever. It's just like there's no one man band, you know. It's freaking. It's every well we are, we're a team. It's a team. It's, and friends are our family, so it's freaking. That's that's what we're all about, and that's yeah. just what it is. So it's yeah, just help everyone out. There's there's plenty of people. There's some people that like I do. I used, I dealt with and lived with someone that I didn't even know was like. Mentally ill. I didn't know. They hit it. They hit it and never. Sure. So like, heck says like, communication that makes their family go. Communication that makes your friendship go. And like, and, yeah. and and you can get help. You know. Yeah. If you communicate. Yeah. I like that too. Like the friends or family. Like. Yeah. I always live by the quote like, family don't make you know what I mean. Blood don't make you lo- uh, family. Loyalty yeah. does. Right. You yeah. know what I mean. And yeah. that's like, I got family members I don't talk to, not for no specific reason. Yeah. You know what I mean. But that's like. I got friends that are family now. Yeah, yeah, and that's how, that's how we are. Like, dude, we have, we have friends that are like close. Like, we got Gabe's family cousin, pretty much, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, but he was. It's, and it's. And I it's, thought Gabe was related to y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's there. Like, yeah, so, yeah, he's got to be a distant cousin. Yeah. Along the line, like, I think most so, people do. So. Yeah, right. And that, and that's just what it is. It's like that. That's Jim's. Jim's homie, that's Jim's cousin, right? Yeah, but yeah. but no, sure. so I trust my brother's judgment on his friends. So like that's so that's family right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Hex Boy Ruben, like that's that's family. Like I can call him if I need something. And it's just when you when you know good people, you bring good people together. Like you and Jim, you guys communicate, you guys set this up together. Yeah. So it's like when you know good people, it just locks in and sinks yeah. in. That's it. And it's just freaking it just it's seamless. It just comes through. And and that's just what it is. Like freaking it just, the vibe just happens. It just happens. Yeah. It's unexplainable. Yeah. All right. And for the last portion of this segment, there's a, I don't know, a youngster out there listening right now, which, by the way, our views are up 142% in one month. Nah, yeah. 142%. Check That's us out wicked. on YouTube, um, our YouTube channels. Uh, I, I don't I don't know what what the what the reason is why uh you know why why we're getting that many but um I'll take it yeah um, anyway so so my question is what is your recommendation to anyone wanting to go after their dreams and pursue their goals um, and so I mentioned a 15 year old kid I'm just saying just a younger person who's listening in right now uh, or maybe you could say to the younger version of yourself. Um, if wanting to go after their dreams, what piece of advice would you share with them? I know if I could go back to the younger version of me, it would be get your the core of your beliefs and values set. I don't care if you got to write them down, but like no, but like I don't care if you go by the Ten Commandments. Know what your values and beliefs are and stand by them. Yeah, because that's something I didn't really do at a young age. Like I was all over the place, like scramble, like Abe was saying. Yeah. And the second thing I would be was be yourself. Yeah. Don't put a show. Don't do it for other people. Sure. Because yeah. then you feel like you're in an entertaining standpoint, and when yeah. are you really having fun? Yeah. Exactly. Do it yeah. for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And that's all. Just be yourself. I love it. Awesome. So, Ange, if uh, folks want, who are listening want to find uh, follow you on Instagram, how how could they do that? Uh, my Instagram is at Blending the Rules. 
You can find me on there. Uh, also, Miguel's Riverside Barbershop. We got an app. You can download the app. Book your appointment on there. Come check us out. I love it. We like to wrap things up with quotes. And the first one is by Arthur Ashe. Success is a journey, not a destination. The doing is often more important than the outcome. And the second one by Hank Aaron. My motto was always to keep swinging. Whether I was in a slump or feeling badly or having trouble off the field, the only thing to do was to keep swinging. I love it. Maintaining focus in this episode, the crew welcomes special guest Angelo Palacci. We cover topics that range from overcoming challenges, coincidences, going after your dreams, curiosity, focus, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Arthur Ashe and Hank Aaron. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.